Coming down the aisle at a combined weight of 545 pounds, being accompanied to the pod by Mark Robb, the Thought God, they are your Tag Team Champions, B-Handsome-Bane, the WrestleCast Power Hour. Welcome to the WrestleCast Power Hour, Season 3, Episode 3. I am one-third, in fact, one-fourth of your Tag Team World Podcast Tag Team Champions of the World, B-Hyphen. But before I say anything else, I got to pass it over to my man, your man, Ahmad Rashad's man, Handsome Bane. How are you tonight, sir? Hey, what up, though? I'm what up, here. though? I got the, the Horsepower D-Town Pistons hat on tonight. I'm at the height of my Detroit powers. We we finished. We finally got through week one. Hey. <laughs> fucking school, bro. <laughs> we are in a lot of trouble. Uh, <laughs> and it ain't even they. My wife would bro. agree. It's no, it's none of their faults. It's time for us to admit that that Corona beat our ass. It's still and beating our ass. Let's just pick it up. Right. Still mm-hmm. undisputed fucking champion. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, man, uh, we're going to have a good night, you know, because I'm getting ready to dish the rock to my main man, Mark Robb. Yo, 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 it's your motherfucking boy, the Mark Robb, a.k.a. Sean Matt Love, a.k.a. Himbo Slice, a.k.a. Big Sexy Kevin Splash, a.k.a. Flavor Ramon, a.k.a. Bollywood Bulk Bogan, a.k.a. Hangman Adam Page, a.k.a. Southeast Side Gun, because I skipped the Grammys 36 years straight to watch wrestling. <laughs> AKA, AKA Big Thick Dutley, AKA Suplexes inside of complexes and duplexes with the new Lexus and a necklace, mm. only to be reckless to flex on my exes, AKA Mississippi the Flapjack Kid, Chill. AKA Leisure Shoot Larry, AKA Baekwon the Chef Do You Smell with the Rockets Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Your thing, dog. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, pa- pass the rock, bro. And let me pass it to my we should do this again sometime better half. Catch an Eddie. Greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he did not exist. There it is. Welcome How are we cat. doing, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? It's me, Catchinetti, aka the unbit mother of rabbits, aka Kit Kat Kitteridge, aka the dad rock shot jock, aka it's me, the Tyler Durden of the DMs, yeah. uh, and I am here today as the uh, resident AEW problem child <laughs> to uh, kind of fill in some details on this post uh, all. All out happenings. And and it was just like we had the the previous episode uh had released like right after. So yeah, of course we're after everybody, but we're not a fucking news Except, podcast. Yeah, I think that a huge part of what has been interesting has been watching the post game on all this shake right. out. Absolutely. And I so part of what we're doing today is covering the 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 news, quote unquote, of what you see, what had happened was mm-hmm. uh, and then also <laughs> examining where we're going from here, 
which we have a lot more clarity on on Friday after the Wednesday show yeah. than we did right. on Monday, uh, Tuesday, Monday, yeah. Wednesday afternoon. Like Tony, they didn't even post a tweet. Tony didn't even post a thing about the titles until like four or something on Wednesday. So yeah, well, it's because they like, oh shit, I forgot they didn't know. No, hold on, let me do it. <laughs> We're going to vacate the titles, guys, and it's going to be really exciting. And That's and gonna... we're going to have a no. match tonight live. I I think it's really. Fuck I would just like to start by saying that poor Tony. No, Tony. Tony. Poor Tony. <laughs> no, he's in over. His I head. think that he yes. is uh, camera shy, mm-hmm. and I think that is okay. And I think that we should not make fun of him for being camera shy. We can make fun of him for other things, but being bad at being on screen should not be one of them. I'm the problematic one, so I apologize. He either is always, people are like, wow, he's so amped, he's on drugs, or like, wow, he's so chill, he's on drugs. (laughs) He just cannot find his lane as like man on camera. And like, that's difficult. And I don't think we should be mean to him about that. You're right. You're right. And I I, thank you for walking me right up to the door. Um, I don't think he needs to be on camera. I think he needs, you know what I mean? I know, I know you get a, you you run a wrestling organization to be a wrestling personality. I know. I think he does a little, unfortunately, until until AEW can take its training wheels off and manage itself. Uh-huh. And uh, if we've learned anything this past week, it's that we're not even close to that shit yet. Absolutely. We're not, not. even like, yeah, we're uh, not even like AEW is playing T-ball and to be left unaccompanied, you've got to be like major league baseball, multiple world series winning team. Uh, and when we're just not there yet, fellas, um, I could do it. I could, I could fix her, you, you know. You could, you could. All right, all right. Toxic boxer mm-hmm. back today. Yeah, um, like fuck, dog. Like why? The, the manic pixie dream, Eric, is yeah. back in full <laughs> force. Come in there and just do all kinds of crazy shit. Like I don't know, be the fucking boss. <laughs> you know, like. I mean, well, yeah, but but, and, honey, know. honey, have you worked a corporate job recently? Honey, honey. Still, still, Wild West, goddammit. Hush, um, Cookie Monster, Paige, uh, and friends, like, I'll print money so he can't really, like, pick a side because, like, Cookie Monster and Adam Page and Kenneth Omega and friends, they, like, oh, they, like, print money. And like, you know what? Like the the president of a company like likes, like 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 likes. It's like money. Uh character, bro. Oh, it's finance bitch. Finance bitch. All right. Welcome finance bitch. What up, finance bitch? Okay. Um new character unlocked. We said finance, not fine ass. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe she wants to be on some nights. You never know. She can she can do both. <laughs> Tony Khan can't be mean to CM Punk until he starts being a li- more of a liability than a monetary asset. That's yeah. just that's just that on that. And, and I don't I 
And he I can't even be, be mean to any of them until they stop printing money. I hate to be Kenny, guy, one of Kenny Omega's t-shirts are... was on the boys, like the, the Amazon Prime show, The Boys. Yeah. yeah. And he uh for two days was the most popular person on Pro Wrestling Tees because people wanted to cosplay as extra number three in the boys scene episode or season four, episode three, scene F. Uh, at fucking Dragon Con or whatever. So they all bought the goddamn t-shirt. Like, until they stop printing money, Tony Khan doesn't have to be mean to them because he's a president that sees money, not sense. Here's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying you don't have to be mean at all. You guys just have to, you got to have that meeting and say, hey, guys, this is called professional fucking wrestling. They did. You don't like a guy because you don't like a guy. Let's still they, make the fucking money, dummies. They did, and this still happens. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> there's so much blame to go around. A it's meeting like, led by Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, and MJF, or not MJF, um, Moxley. Um, Moxley. Moxley. That MJF was in attendance for, even though he was not technically in the company at the time, happened, and this still happened. And now more meetings are happening. Um, it's a show of shit. So, an, so anyway, uh, you you yeah. got me for for twenty more minutes. So let me like. Also, hi, I'm Cat. Um, <laughs> Yo, what up, Animal? <laughs> Anibal has joined the fray. Uh, Kojak McNitty. Five. We counted down from five, and uh, now joining the Royal Rumble. And uh, number five is Anibal. Yes. Uh, it's First like a, of all, well, well, elimination chamber at this point. Yeah, it's elimination chamber. <laughs> definitely. You. So I don't know how to segue that, but shit, <laughs> dog, you had a baby since the last time you came. Yeah, he, he had a baby. Congratulations, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah. Baby, dog, a whole life. Well, I mean, you, you know, you was already doing the the, the, the dad thing. He was already yeah. dad up. Right. Like. It's the bloodline now. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's what's up. That, that's yeah, exactly so. what's up. Good so, to see man, you again, bro. How uh, are you? I know you're not either really into AEW like that, and um, you're probably not watching the product that hard. But like, what are you? What are just the smatterings of news you're getting? Just like, still as a wrestling fan who's not really paying attention. Right. Well, I mean, I recently got through uh, the. The Clash of the Castle, uh-huh. whatever. Um, I thought Which it was, was straight. Decent. It was, yeah, it, it was, was all right. Yeah, like, it was, it was all right. decent. You know, it was entertaining. I mean, it was better than a lot of the stuff I've been, you know, I was seeing before. You know, um, this shit that was driving you away from the attention the whole time. Yeah, you know, like it kept my attention, so that was good. Right. That's always a plus. <laughs> That's a huge plus. No, and and, yeah. and you know what I mean? Like the bars on the floor, bro. Attention. Like that's that's how like much we just kind of had to settle. Like SummerSlam, I was again, I was blown the fuck away. The card was supposed to be trash and it wasn't. Right. Like, but um, yeah. Um, what are you what are you hearing about uh CM Punk? I don't know. I heard that there was like some backstage thing. Oh, he doesn't on. know. Like, that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to hear. That's perfect because yeah, like, Mark Rob doesn't I mean, know either. Right. I'm here to help. And so, like, that's the whole thing. Like, Kat's an expert on all of it. Um, but like, I'm just so it's so good to have both of y'all on here because now I'm trying to see like 
is this pulling people in? Is this making like people that aren't like weren't interested? Like, yo, what the fuck is going on over here? Versus like, is it like shoving people away? Like, Alienating oh, people. I don't give a fuck. Bro. Right. You know, like, so, what are you the things you're hearing? How does that make you feel? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, it's like I, it. It feels like almost like they are, like it's almost like suspense in a way of like, could he be coming back to the WWE? You know, like he said he wouldn't, but then it would be one of those shocking moves that you just can't say never. You know, situations. I I think that Charles Montgomery Punkington the fourth. Uh, would rather retire than go back to the E because that is what he did. Especially yeah. with Triple H in charge. I think and it would have to be I, like Kofi running it. <laughs> I will just say that I do think it's really interesting that AEW is exactly what Punk said he wanted for 12, like what, eight years? Mm-hmm. Like, but never took steps to build. And then he showed up and within four or five months was like, oh, well, I never would have done it like this and uh, put no respect on the people that built the house he wanted to spend time in. And um, this to me, I, I'll kind of explain in a little more detail, but seems to be a, a pretty strong culmination of play stupid games, win stupid prizes, which seems to be a running motif uh, in episodes I'm a part of. Uh, <laughs> you have me oh, shout out to uh, the guy can... Braun Strowman getting back to the Oh, the yeah, no, lights. I would just love to say <laughs> that um, the two main guys from uh, Control Your Narrative. Finance yeah, bitch is back. Yeah, hey. they're back at the email. Hey. Ching, 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 ching. Uh, and I also I noticed that right around the same time that um, Mar-a-Lago was seized by the government, uh, um, a bunch of CYN's <laughs> funding mysteriously went away. Uh, um, so, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to say I have eyeballs and I can read. Um, hey, yeah. <laughs> Here for it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Rasmussen season three. Yeah. So. Best fucking drop placement ever. Yes. <laughs> Almost as good as you starting the episode off with her laugh last time instead of the great. bell. That was that was excellent. That was, that was excellent. So, Kat, while we still have you, do you have the time to explain to Mark Rob and to and to McNitty exactly what went down? Oh, I would love nothing more. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with just kind of introducing the people that matter here. Um, and I'm going to introduce them to you in the way that I know them, which is probably not the best. So, Hey, men who wake up every morning and jack off thinking about professional wrestlers, save your fucking tweets. Um, (laughs) all right. We ain't playing no games tonight. Wait till I get to my part. Listen, man, I, I don't got a lot of time. Like... So right, uh, we we have uh, CM Punk, uh, CM Punk, famous straight edge wrestler. Uh, I, I would say it's fair to call him like a cult classic, right? Like the people that love him, love him. The people that don't like don't, but it's probably because they like don't get it because they've never had to Fine, whatever. Uh, we've got the Young Bucks. Uh, they are Christian AF. Uh, they are brothers. Uh, they are tag team wrestlers. They're part of the Bullet Club. They're huge in New Japan. 
We have Kenny Omega, friend of the Young Bucks, anime boy, uh, and part of uh, they had won the trio's tag team title that night. CM Punk had won the AEW World title that night. Then we also have Ace Steel, who like I guess is like uh, matters, but I don't really like know. A trainer he, or something. He's punk. Yeah, so he had been doing some backstage stuff for AEW, and then started doing front of house stuff when CM Punk came back from his long injury stint. They seem to be buds. Uh, we also have Brendan Cutler, who is like the elite stooge. They make fun of him a lot. He's like tall, gangly, and kind of fucky looking. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, his wife makes all of the elite's costumes. Uh, hey, shout out to his all- wife, man. That's awesome. They And she designs all their fabrics by hand. Damn. Yeah, no, I was like reading all her show notes on on her Instagram the other day. (laughs) And I was like, fucking Jesus. Uh, So like, good for her. She's amazing. I hope she's like, she designed their shoe collab that just dropped. I like hope she's, she's like having the best time ever right now. And then uh, we have one member of the AEW legal team. I don't want to necessarily uh, drag their name out there because I'm not entirely sure. It's like public Knowledge it's not finance, bitch. <laughs> it is. Oh my god, no! It wasn't me. I wasn't there. Oh. Um. Oh, finance, bitch, man. Anyway, so uh, I, so I was hoping. So CM Punk and John Moxley wrestled for the title, and uh, initially Moxley squashed him like a fucking bug, and then they had a much longer match on the pay per view, and CM Punk won. And I thought that was bullshit, but whatever. I think it's because it was sloppy storytelling. It wasn't really like his fault as like a man who does professional wrestling. Um, but as I'm, I'm sorry, real quick question to you. Do you think there was a reason for rushing that first match and then just doing another match? Like, why not just? No. I mean, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You don't think the show wasn't going to sell? Seems like you anyway? have a question. Or a comment. I have a comment. So I've now come to the conclusion that the reason Mox squashed Punk is because Punk came back, wanted the belt back. Moxley was like, fuck no, unless you let me squash you on TV. And Punk's like, fuck it, whatever. And I'll get back to Chicago. It'll make money both nights. And that's why they did it. I really think that Moxley asked for the squash in order to do the job on Sunday. So my counter argument is that this was actually just a dress rehearsal. Uh, because Punk is just back from a very serious injury. Um, if you watched any video footage of him from Comic-Con, from any event in the past several months, he just looks like a man in pain. Like he has even anything he's posted on social media, any anything like he has been clearly in a shitload of pain. And I think they just wanted to make sure that if he actually like laced up boots and got in the ring, he'd be able to stand up for long enough to put on a good fight. Jeez. So if, that if he came to them after the squash and said, I got fuck no, like. Facility? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, diff- a training, it's different in real life, baby. A training facility that made money and got eyeballs on the product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. It's gross. Um, Captain America villains. Ex- I mean, Captain Planet villains exist. <laughs> but Captain Planet, he's a hero. Um, take so we, we get to the post show. Now, once in a while, AEW does these things called media scrums. And frankly, I think they're fairly ill-advised. But that's... that's <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a separate episode about 
those. Okay. Um, decisions, but but I think that the biggest problem with them is that they blur the line between the performers and kayfabe in a way that I think makes it really difficult to tell what remarks are kayfabe and what aren't. I agree. And I think that that is part of where this big problem starts. So and, yeah, kind of like something that kind of backfires because I think they're trying to do that, but like they're not mature enough to just roll with it. You know, like, yeah. So there was a media scrum a couple of weeks ago after CM Punk came back and in it, CM Punk mentioned a comment that Adam Page made a couple months ago. Now, Adam Page made a comment saying that CM Punk doesn't care about workers' rights. And that was a dig at Colt Cabana. But by the time CM Punk was back from his injury, that had been like four or five months gone. Nobody remembered that. And CM Punk started doing a thing that we call the Streisand effect, where by talking about how much a victim he, of, of a victim he was in a situation that no one remembered, uh, he just made himself look worse and worse. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to keep happening. He's going to take that shovel and he is going to keep digging, boy. Um, <laughs> so first question out of the gate is like, Ayo, Charles Montgomery Punk. Seems like you've kind of been through it in the past couple of weeks. People ask about Colt Cabana so much. What's going on with the elite? Like, how are you? CM Punk then unhinges his jaw and delivers 25 minutes of bile onto this poor reporter. So he starts by telling the story of Colt Cabana that he had never, ever been asked before, not once, not ever. Even though, like, every interview that's ever been given in the last 15 years with him and asks about Colt Cabana in some capacity. For as long as they've been publicly friends, he has come up in an interview. So please keep that in mind. Like, this is not a new situation. And uh, then he goes, and then there are the EVPs who have been like talking shit about me to like other outlets. Literally every outlet was like, none of our leaks came from EVPs like before this scrum, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and he was like, and they can't, they couldn't be trusted to manage a target. And then there's like fucking idiot, fucking dumbass, fucking stupid hangman, pay, blah, blah, blah. Like he just fucking unloaded, right? And then he ends this with going, if anybody has a fucking problem with me, they should come and talk to me directly. Please keep this in mind. Like, staple this to the forefront of your brain. This is going to come up in a few minutes. All right. And then his last question is like, oh, yeah, I wore Danhausen boots because Danhausen is super over and we're friends. Like, this was going to magically fix all the problems that he just, like, opened up with his, his fucking mouth. Um. I imagine the only time Dan Housen would break kayfabe would be like, bro, why the fuck did you bring my name up and all that shit? Uh, well, Dan, Dan Housen, though, also, by the way, uh, was babysitting Larry CM Punk's very cute dog uh, backstage. Yeah, he, was, he was putting him over. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, Dan, Dan Housen was really lifting Pepsi Man up uh, above and beyond that, that fateful evening. Pepsi Man. So... Cookie Monster says all this. Tony Khan is is staring at him the whole time. He looks like a fucking jack-o'-lantern. Uh, he's like, uh, 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 and like. He looked like kids when their parents are arguing in front of them. Yes. Only CM Punk was the only one talking. Right? CM, Punk, like... CM Punk was having an argument with his self. His marriage with his self was falling apart. Um, so <laughs> then. Brother doesn't fucking get it. So the then. Wall. 
uh, the scrum continues and the young bucks go, oh, we're just supposed to go talk to him. So they knock on the door to his locker room and stick their heads in to say hi. And CM Punk attacks them. Jesus Christ. He starts punching them. Well, he starts punching Nick Jackson. And he threw the first punch. Yes. Uh, Everyone agrees on that. Um, Started hitting Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks. Uh, Matt Jackson is trying to hold off a steal. Kenny Omega uh, runs in and takes Larry out of this situation because Larry (laughs) is a small dog and small dogs get hit sometimes, even though they shouldn't. Um, and then tries to break up the fight. Brendan Cutler then comes in, tries to break up the fight as well. Someone from legal comes in, tries to break up the fight. At this point, Ace, Chale- uh, Ace Steel has picked up a chair and has hit Nick Jackson in the eye with it. Uh, so Nick right. Jackson is on the floor. Uh, and then he throws the chair aside and bites Kenny Omega. Hey, Ace Steel is oh, out of here, dog. <laughs> Uh, Kenny Kenny Omega, the only statement he has released is, I have gotten a tetanus booster. Hilarious. That's how you Um, handle it. Every single person in or around the room has been suspended. Except for CM Punk. Mm. So all of this happens. And obviously people are speculating, right? Like what the fuck happened? Chris Jericho apparently like tried to talk to them all separately to help like deescalate it after the fact to try to like see if this could be fixed. And come on, what, guys, say, we're all white. <laughs> Listen, I get that. I get that Chris Jericho is like not good, but he doesn't have any like corporate scandals. You know, like he knows how to be a professional, which is something I'm noticing that maybe some of these other people don't know how to do. And so now the trios title that was formerly held by Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and the world title that was held by CM Punk have been vacated. Uh, And they are doing an eliminator tournament to replace uh, the world champion that includes a uh, possible sex offender, Darby Allen. Uh, oh and, and uh, they actually redistributed the trios titles uh, on Wednesday. I did not particularly like the way that tournament went, but I understand. Uh, and yeah, so uh, basically that's the information that we have right now. And it seems like if this is going to be brought to a court of law, which seems increasingly likely that it will, it is going to come down to are the young bucks legitimately threatening Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. This is coming. To, this is coming to Mark's court in a minute. And uh, going to handle that right now. The young bucks are very cute and small, <laughs> and uh, look like they are dressed to be on the set of the Party Rock Anthem music video. Uh, but also, oh, like if it, if it was the Party yes. Rock Jesus Anthem, uh, rock. and like they're they are it's not like oh they're more like physically fit than me or taller like no no like nah bro <laughs> these um, are some guys bro so did, CM, some girls, did, bro. did cm punk <laughs> throw gross. the first punch because he was intimidated or because he just hates them uh and that seems to be what this is really going to come down to i'm now, looking at these poses Bro, <laughs> you know, so, do you know what the young bucks look like? 
Can I add the, the like added caveat here real quick of Adam Page made a joke four months ago that CM Punk has continually brought up and continually shot on Adam Page in public. You know, Adam Page is a favorite of mine, but I'm also like, I'm aware he's like a celebrity. Like if he does something fucking wrong, I'm not going to say nothing. Um, I've pretty thoroughly detached myself from like characters and people. Um, and to me, it seems like he made a joke no more offensive than Eddie Kingston or MJF or even some of the comments that Bobby Fish released earlier today. Uh, like, the only thing I'm noticing that's consistent in all of these is like, damn, Phil, which is CM Punk's actual name, is uh, kind of a dick, but we all deal with him because he makes money and sometimes he puts us over. Um, yeah, sounds like he's wrestling a, to me. Punk is a real, he's a dickhead he's, with a heart of gold kind of guy. Like, Except it seems like that heart is gone. Like, for those of you who, who look at who's following who on social media, uh, Renee Paquette uh, has unfollowed him recently on all socials. And he has not said any bad words about her or John that we know of. Mm-hmm. But I think that she has a really good sense of who works in the business and who doesn't. And she's removing herself from this. At least for now. For all I know, this is entirely to promote, you know, their mocktail recipe book together. So they're going to have a fake Twitter feud and then come to get like, I have no idea. But like, I did notice that she has removed herself from his orbit. And I, I do wonder if he's getting. I don't know if he just feels like shit. I should have spent more time building something like this, but he doesn't know how to handle those feelings. So he's lashing out. Or if he genuinely is like, this isn't how I would have done it, so fuck you. Like, I don't know. But it seems not impossible that he's either of those sides or both of those sides. But, like, this is not the way to make money, honey. Like, if there was a fight and, and this media scrum and they were spoken about ahead of time, right? And they were legitimate story beats with documentation and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That could be one thing, but this like weird shadowiness of it seems wrong. And it seems like the big problem here, at least for my understanding, is that the media scrum opportunity is really blurring the lines of this is kayfabe. This is CM Punk, the character versus this is CM Punk, the man on a microphone. Yeah. And vice versa, by the way, um, that is making this environment difficult for people to exist in. The other thing that I am noticing is that uh, a lot of statements I've seen, including from Fightful.com and Fightful Select, uh, as well as like, uh, if you don't follow Sean Ross Sapp on Twitter, what are you doing? Uh, But like, are talking about the relief that they feel now that this figure is out of the locker room. Because apparently he was known for giving unsolicited advice and other like feedback that was often just kind of insulting. Uh, And he decided that the person he was going to shoot on 
was the most well-liked man in the locker room. And that to me reeks of insecurity. And, and the other thing I just like to say is like CM Punk didn't break his foot wrestling. He broke his foot trying to convince the fans he cared about them. So they would buy more t-shirts. Uh, and maybe I don't know if it's that. I don't <laughs> know if he's that much of a capitalist pig. No, um, uh, honey, he's been that. famously stingy about money. He's been famously cheap. He's been famously oh, Johnny Nitro's house. I remember. Cool. That. He's done. He's done some big shit. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know. I'm go not, go ahead and read well, any interview or listen. Later, have, have you but... listened to any of Renee's podcasts where he talks about money? Sure. I mean, well, I mean, come on. His name is Phil Brooks, man. Phil Jack oh, Brooks. He sounds like the guy who gambled away Israel, your entire fucking life savings on the stock what market. Part of Israel? What? <laughs> Jesus Christ! My God. I'm sorry, Cat. I hate when he shows up. It's, a, it's okay. You've only got me for one more minute, so I'll probably just go. Um, but anyway, all this to say, I hope that if nothing else, this encourages people to to consider a little more broadly uh, the folks that they hero worship. Because yeah, hyphen. I feel real fucking seen right now. Yeah, it's... hyphen. You fucking like CM Punk? I mean, <laughs> like him a lot. Yeah, but it's it's hard, right? Because he did such a good job of marketing himself as one of the people. And when he came back, he made a big point of saying, I came back for you. But what like what I am realizing is maybe he did and maybe that was his intention and maybe that's great. But like he is acting like he came back for him and for our wallets. And even if that wasn't his intention, the way that he is behaving is reinforcing that behavior. And and I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope we get like a really beautiful apology from him where he truly like lays out all the ways in which he was misguided. I think but also, uh, since he's a straight presenting white man, I'm not optimistic about any sort of accountability. And cheap people give good apologies? <laughs> I think you have to because if you if you're the type to just give away money and hope that people forgive you, then you know that cheap people ain't doing that. Uh, hey, hey Siri, play "Trust" by Prince off of the Batman 1989 soundtrack. Um, oh yeah, Joker wasn't cheap. You saw them suits. Yeah, no, he wasn't. But he Spoke. did also. He probably could have made some friends if he didn't uh, throw poison money at people. Um, uh, who needs them? <laughs> He gave people poison deodorant. That's kind of that's a little cool. <laughs> he was wilding. He was wilding. He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get him." Anyway, Yo. I I think I can make it an extra couple of minutes if folks have like any comments they want to give real quick. And I'm not saying the young bucks are in the right either. By the way, like even though we have some some significant like outpouring of support from journalists who were like, "Hey, they didn't like leak any bullshit to us," like. Oh, I, fiddlesticks. I do understand oh. that, like, 
having a like young EVP board that you have to like make it past like might be frustrating for someone as established as CM Punk. Fiddlesticks, all this talk about, ooh, I don't like the way they do this. I don't like the way they do that. Have you ever worked at Ring of Honor? <laughs> Uh, I mean, everybody. No, we have not. I'm not here to talk about Ring of Honor. Everybody sweeps the floor, and by sweep the floor, I mean you take your shirt off and you run it across the floor. And you shake it out in the garbage, and then you go back on the other side of it. All right, guys, I'm wrestling inside out. <laughs> All right, uh, listen, Dave Honor. Uh, I'm gonna let you finish, but um, wrestle face, please. Oh yeah, okay, Dave Honor, got it. Um, so the other thing that I think is so interesting is watching this play out on Twitter in real time because people have clearly picked their guys, and I get is this that a situation. You can be in the middle though. Oh that, yeah, I, I think. I, welcome to my island. Uh, yeah, I really so don't so give a fuck. Would you, would you like to know? <laughs> Okay, so I'm I'm the opposite. I give quite a few fucks. Uh, you want to know where I'm at on this? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, I think everybody is acting like a child, and they should probably all apologize to each other, make good, and then make a fuckload of money off of this. That's what I care but about. I'm not convinced that they're mature enough to do that. <sighs> There's a rub. That's, that's what's making me I turn this way on AEW right now. CM Punk right now based on what I am reading from other people in the locker room who are not involved with this and other reports is he has picked his spot as I am in the right. There is no negotiation when that is perhaps not the case. And I hope because I know that he is a man who means a lot of things to a lot of people and he he truly is like a pipe bombshell uh, that he is able to find his lane and make that lane fucking sparkle. Because like when he talks, when he gets on the microphone, like and means it not in the like vindictive shooting on people way. I mean, in the like talking about how much he loves what he he does now that it feels authentic about how much he loves the fans about how much he loves being loved because that's really what he talks about that resonates with people he enables men to talk about how much they love being loved mm. like mm -hmm. yeah. that to me is is good actually and maybe we should have that actually but not if his behavior in every other area of his life, including the stuff that comes out of the other side of his mouth, is petty, vindictive bullshit. Because at the end of the day, even if he prints money, you got to think about the company as a whole. Right. And right. if he's actively undermining what everyone else is doing, it's never going to work. Never. Just turn him heel and make some fucking money. Like, do something. Like, yeah, something. no. Enough is okay. enough. So hear, hear me out. Hear me shit. out. Here's my pitch. If I were Tony Khan and I had unlimited, like, creative control, right? Get them all in with a relationship therapist. I'm being serious. 
have them hash it out, have them get it squared away, have them sit down with HR, have everyone get everything squared away. Maybe they don't like each other. Maybe they're not friends, but at least they realize they can make a shitload of money. Have heel CM Punk launch a one man war on the elite. Have the story in kayfabe be they took everything from me. They took my title. They ruined my life. Fuck those guys. And have him just like straight up give him Frankie Kazarian's the elite hunter shtick, but make it matter. Make it make it a like 50-50 shot of who's gonna win. And it culminates in CM Punk and Kenny Omega, which will get every AEW fan's dick so fucking hard. There, there's going to be like a hole through everybody's shorts where their dicks punched through them like goddamn Superman. <laughs> oh my God. You know, some, sometimes I feel like I'm losing my comedy chops and then I come on here and watch hyphen just fucking lose it every time i tell a joke and i feel so much better about myself uh so thank you for for uh you know being the the phil brooks of my myself uh but no problem live from an undisclosed location in a basement in new york city it's me crank ruler well Mayor of Dimension X and the producer of the hottest new pod in that dimension or this one, The Shredhead Pod, starring the Blasian Batty, aka Google Chrome Dome, aka Ado Nobu Hagen, aka my best friend, Oroku Saki, aka The Shredder. And we put aside our differences with the Ninja Turtles to be your weekly source of hot takes sports and entertainment news stay all the way and hear who Saki has named as his Cretan of the week and find something valuable in the shred commendations so we'll see you on apple stitcher spotify or wherever your pods are casts the shredhead pod is a member of the hyphen podcast group it's just i don't know it seems like there's just way too much like she's saying is like there's money to be made. It's like, who, who cut the other bullshit and move that aside. You know what I'm saying? Like, use it. Exactly. Really go in there and beat the shit out of each other a little bit. Like, exactly. fucking, like, like a professional. How many times did Vincent Man get his ass beat in real life? Like, you know, it's like, not enough. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna oh, Brett was laying him in. <laughs> oh yeah, Brett was really beating his ass. Oh yeah, he, he showed up on TV with a shiner the next day. Like, <laughs> come on. Now. <laughs> so there's money to be made. Damn, if Brett could do. Yeah, but I think I think CM Punk thinks he can't lose, and I think that's why like they need to sit down with somebody because he he seems. And I'm uh, this is fully me as a spectator, so please don't sue me. But like, it seems like he is high on his own supply. At least from an outsider perspective. Yeah. Hyphen, yeah. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And my hope is that this was the beginning of a heel turn, but because it exists in this weird place outside of kayfabe, like they either got to retcon all of it into kayfabe or they've got to push all of it out of kayfabe, right. I think. Mm-hmm. So either everybody's getting fired 
or this was all a work, you fucking marks. That's where the money is on Plan B, baby. <laughs> That's where the money is. Plan B, baby. He has to look like well, the best uh, in the you room. Can't be jumping in there. What is he? Forty-four. Forty-three. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This ain't the time to be. Well, especially, especially now. Especially now that already. he pulled a Cody Rhodes, pulled a triumphant comeback, and then ripped his pectoral off his fucking bone, and won't be back for a year. Which people are blaming that this whole thing was on the fact he knew he'd be out for a year already. Well, so uh, I, there's conflicting reports about that. Okay. Because some of the stuff is, hey, he gave the entire press release, the his 40-ish minute media scrum with no visible torn pectoral. Right, right. No shirt and everything, right. Yeah. Uh, where, like, Cody Rhodes, like, posted a selfie at the gym the day he tore his pectoral, and he looked like he had been stabbed. <laughs> and he looked like that at the pay-per-view, too. Yeah. So there is an interesting point to be made that did this happen after that. But I'm not a doctor, for all I know, because he doesn't drink. He's just got real thick <laughs> blood, so it doesn't, you know, move like that. Um, Great noise. Thank you. Uh, I was going for the holla kind of deal. <laughs> but anyway, uh, all this to say, I hope that CM Punk gets the help that he needs, and I hope the Young Bucks get the help that he needs. I hope he makes a full recovery. I hope they are able to maybe win back those titles if that's what makes the most sense for them. I hope that everybody's able to move past this. And I hope that CM Punk comes back in a year, right as rain, starts his one-man war on the elite, just rains hell down from on high. And that we all know that he knows who he is and how he operates in the AEW machine. Because... This isn't sustainable. <laughs> no. And and if no, they determine not. that that's not possible, I hope they let him go. And I, I don't want that because I know that he's the guy for so many people. Like one of the first times I saw my partner cry, like legitimately freely weep, is when CM Punk came out. He's straight edge. He has been for a long time. And CM Punk was always the person that he pointed to when people mm. asked why. He normalized so many like countercultural stances that, you know, were not easy for people to have. Right. And in a lot of ways, I think he has really been, you know, the guy. Like, I, I know I keep using that term and it's kind of weird and ambiguous, but like, if you know, you know. But as soon as you start believing, oh, I'm the guy. You're not the guy anymore. Right. Believe in your own hype. And so I, I hope that he's able to either realize that and, and move past it. Or just find a new way to be the guy. Because CM Punk can be a character. I hope he I hope he finds a spot that's sustainable for him and April and Larry, because really all I care about in all this, like at the end of the day is like I want Larry to have a loving, stable home. Shout out to Larry, um, man. Larry fucking rocks. Uh, and I hope Larry knows that Uncle Danhausen loves him very much. <laughs> all right. So you got the rundown. Yes. Uh, so uh, do, you, do we do we need to take CM Punk to Mark's Mark's court? 
I mean, and by Mark, I mean like sweaty Mark court, not, uh, <laughs> not wrestling, wrestling court. You know, like they used to do wrestlers court. Wrestlers court. Uh, you know, Undertaker used to preside as the judge, so woe be the black man who come before him. Uh, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, we kind of had the idea to do um, Mark's court. Uh, I guess I don't know. Do we want to put everybody in this or just, just let, let's punk? I know let's put the like, let's put the Bucks and Omega and Punk in there. I know you were revved up and you wanted to uh, really get at Phil, but I think we've kind of colored him bad <laughs> this yeah. whole time. Well, I personally, I don't know. Man. I, and I don't know. I think I'm more nuanced. I'm not like one way or the other. I'm not rip shit, and I'm not. You know, I feel like I'm like I would be more uh of an adequate fucking lawyer for this guy because at the end of the day dog like everybody shut the fuck up and get money dog. what are you doing right yeah this is kid shit bro like this is this is a problem this hooey because you got all these young boys running around here calling themselves evp evps they haven't they've never picked up a fucking broom <laughs> I'm sorry for swearing. Russell McRussell face, ladies and gentlemen. I'm actually the defense attorney for CM Punk. Uh, okay. Okay. Wow. So what, what's your defense then, uh, Mick uh, Russell face? Oh, you remember when CM Punk signed his contract on the ROH title? Yeah. That was pretty cool, but... Uh, <laughs> you love ROH, man. Such yeah, an ROH well, mark. Well, this is what... Well, this is, well, mark, I'm an employee. Oh, I'm sorry. You work for the company. I'm right? an employee. I sell hot dogs. I sweep the floor. I sweep the floor. I sell hot dogs. <laughs> Do you sell hot dogs, though? I referee. I wrestle sometimes. <laughs> I used to. Last week. <laughs> yeah. Dark one time I One time I was actually... Uh, uh, what's the... Uh, Powerbomb through a table. <laughs> I got powerbomb through a table and got up and cleaned up the table. <laughs> Yo, that is a dedicated, loyal worker. I love I'm that. I'm a goddamn company man. So if you're telling me I'm going to drop the 4,000%. Drop my pants and whatever the fuck, I'm going to do it. Like, what are, what are these boys getting off with having complaints about having a job? I don't get it. You're making money hand over fist. You got t shirts, you got. I would assume maybe some bitches. I don't know. You got some <laughs> ring rats running around ripping at you. You, you. What are you upset about, boy? <sighs> Sonny boy? Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. All right. You know how many times I bled for a hot dog? <laughs> Was it even hot? Was it even a warm hot dog? Oh, no, it wasn't hot, Mark Rob. You had to clean up the building first. <laughs> You know it. <laughs> it was raw. <laughs> it was might as well have been. It was so you know how a hot dog is nastier after it's been cooked and sat out for a while, and the bread's kind of sticking to it. And by that time they would run out of buns, and so we'd be using Wonder Bread like some kind of ghetto, uh, like some kind of hood boogers. Whoa, 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 whoa. That sounds I weird. am black, Mark Rob. I'm black. I can say hood booger. I'm a hood booger. Mark Rob. Oh. Mark Rob. Oh my. Well, you know what that means? Uh it's time to flick the hood booger out of here. So you got you gotta go, Russell McRussell. Please. Anyway, the broom's in the corner. You know what to do. Take your shirt Why off. Start just get cleaning. money. <laughs> 
Oh wow, what a discount! Actually, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I like that discount he gave before he left. Wow, wow. Oh, I got man, respect for him like, now. Holy it shit! It smells like hard work and dedication in here. Uh, was wrestlement, wrestlement, wrestling face in here? Dog? Yeah, he was. That's I weird. actually like him now. Holy shit! What what is clean? It's, clean. it's clean as a whistle in this motherfucker, bro. Ooh. Damn, the floor is swept. <laughs> Sanitized down. Whoa. Yeah, he'll beat your ass too. <laughs> he'll beat your I ass. seen Russell McRussell face get into it over some hot dogs. And he'll beat niggas asses. <laughs> With a DDT. Fucking top guy. With the DDT. You know who's not a top guy? CM Punk is not a top guy anymore. Oh. Nah, man. I'm so disappointed in all this because at first, man, I really thought, I really thought. It was just part, part. I thought it was a work. I thought it was a work. And then the fight happened. And then Wednesday happened. And as much as he's done for as much of a fan as I've been over the years and what he represents for the common wrestling fan, and he's the voice of the voiceless and all that bullshit he spewed over the years. Oh, no, man, I am hurt. I am hurt. He's a, he's a visual hill now. No, he's man. Like, I don't, like, I just. Like why again? Why would you mess up such a good situation like that? Like over some petty bullshit. It's just it's just mad egos over there, and nobody in charge that's gonna be like shut the fuck. You're up. right. Vince would never. Vince would never. Vince, CM Punk as much shit as he talked about Vince. Right, right. You're right. You're right, McNinny man. Like yeah, because Bischoff was similar. You know what I mean? Like the way he had to. Try to manage Hogan. And yeah, well, Hogan Nash and all. That's guys. my best friend. Running the asylum over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're doing whatever the fuck they felt like doing. Like, yep. Not showing. They had him and him and Savage, Savage and Hogan over here arguing about everybody come to their trailers. Like, bitch, come have a beer with me. Are you a hoe? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like they sit here like trying to cut the company in half. It's like, guys, this is bullshit. Right. And I know, like. I think just with AEW in general, like it's mad clicky. It is. Like, it, I mean, it was built on a click. It was other, built like, on a click. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's built by a click, and it's just like everybody that comes in there is just like, well, we three guys hang together, and the four of us hang together, and it, and there's like no Venn diagram in there. Right. It's just like mad. Like it's just like tables, and that's what them niggas. It's it's the lunchroom. It's the. Uh, uh, lunchroom wrestling organization over there, bro. Like they're just like, and I, there's I, the popular little kids, little the hot little. girls, yeah, black guys. <laughs> I the black guys. Uh, what's our what's our tag team name? The one that Marcus found that he uh, what was the name of that black tag team? Oh, uh, uh, waves and curls. Yeah, waves and curls. Waves and curls. Waves and curls, man. So definitely Jeez. the black, the black table. Woof. Definitely Wait, the black you, table. Didn't you come up with a uh, chicken and giblets or <laughs> something like chicken and waffles? Like chicken know. and biscuits. Chicken and biscuits. No, you did, motherfucker. He, no, no, me. no. I, no, I, I thought I thought it was me. I'm, I'm the problematic one. That was me. That was me. I'm just, yeah, I just, I'm not biscuits. happy. I'm not happy with with. Despite it being ran by and the, the inmates running asylum, man, like I I just feel like it's just toxic behavior, man. And he's shown signs of this before for him to come in. And I really don't know what's going on the way the belts hopped between him and Moxley. I, I don't know what's going on with that. I know Moxley's going to go on vacation, but there's just more to it that who knows how long before we get it on Dark Side of the Ring, like so many memes have said. 
I, I just can't I can't fuck with him right now, man. I'm not I am not I'm not fucking with CM Punk anymore right now. All right. So what do you think about um FTR? Fuck the revival, the revival. Yeah. Um saying like cause they they were asked about it and um they were one hundred percent on Punk's side. Well, I mean that that's like, that's a work. I mean they were they were hanging out before he fucked up his foot. I mean they they were looking like they were gonna like do a little stable thing, like right. the sons of Brett and everything. We talked about that. So like how much of this is I mean damn near hundred percent of this is ego. Right, like obviously, and it's like people being like babies. I really feel like in the sense that yeah, you can be emotional about the shit, but at the end of the day, you signed up to be a professional wrestler, dog. It's like right. who it's like dog, like people used to like really fight like all the time like people like beat each other like fucking i mean and it's a, this was a shit show but like arn anderson <laughs> and sid are like hold our beers nigga we try to kill each other with scissors seriously yes they did <laughs> yes, they that they a did. scissor fight dog like <laughs> Real life. <laughs> Each got their hands on a pair of scissors. Definitely the 2022 version <laughs> of a scissor fight. This isn't this isn't that, bro. Like nobody, you know, we got some fucking tempers flared. Everybody thinks they're everything and it's time to cut the shit and whatever, whatever. But um I, I know it's not gonna matter in X amount of months because I feel like the Bucks and Omega will be back be in a month or so. And mm-hmm. then who knows when Punk walks back to the door and it's gonna be like not, nothing better. ever happened, you know? I mean, yeah. it's, and it's healed. just frustrating, man, because uh, again, I, I am a big fan of, of, of the guy and I just hate to see him be him go in with such an attitude about I'm so happy to be here, and then you saw that for so many months, and then after the MJF feud, it just slowly kind of started turning and all of a sudden he's going for the belt then he beats hangman and breaks his foot by accident then he comes back possibly too early who freaking knows and then he has that match and then he goes off on hangman and cole and on the bucks and on the elite and then he says come see me and then they come see him and then all that happens it's just like what what the fuck bro you know it's just disappointing as a as big of a fan of him as i am as as bored as everybody else is with this conversation damn it is Damn. because it's 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 enough is enough. Like everybody I know got, what you're I know what you're trying to say. I, you know I get what I mean? it. Like come like, on, stop dog. crying, like, hyphen. We're giving this a lot of fucking breath. Like if this if if it wasn't you know if like Cat wasn't in here like doing all the news on it, like bro, like because there are people who don't know. Like we got two on the show right now who don't know shit about it. So you know for that for for the the story, great. You know, but like. Honestly, this would be a do you care? <laughs> I was gonna, I was actually going to say that to wrap this up to a, to answer your original question, Eric. Please, as far as individuals who are not invested in AEW, does this make us want to get invested in it? Absolutely, does not. So, every, everyone's fucking up. It's not bringing no money, and motherfuckers look like kids. So. F's all around. 
Everyone gets a fucking F. Dog. And we know Triple H is looking at it like an opportunity, too. Like Triple H is over there, Spice Adams rubbing his hands. You know what I'm saying? Let me bring everybody back, too. Oh, yeah. He's probably about to get Malachi Black whenever he comes back. And he's calling Adam Cole. He's like, how long your contract over there? Hey, man, what up, dog? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I wouldn't have let your contract run out. over here and wrestle. That's a sword cast take. What she was describing earlier, like what she would like to see out of CM Punk, kind of reminded me of when uh, Stone Cold came back, when they split up the three brands, the WWE, WCW, they had everybody in that ring, and Stone Cold came out and stunned every motherfucker in there. Every one of them. There had to be like 70 of them. It was like 70 people just sitting there like... Waiting to get caught. Yeah, like, hands on. open and shit. Waiting to get kicked in the stomach. Yep. That's <laughs> it. a lot of GTSs. It's a lot of GTSs, bro. Dog. That's way too many GTSs. You can find B hyphen at B hyphen on Twitter and the B hyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. Mark Rob can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Showin Mad Love. Sayonara, smelly nerds. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?